0: Hey, and just a quick reminder that the audio-only versions of these Vital MX interviews are available on the Vital MX podcast page. Search for it anywhere you get your pods and let your friends know about it. Hey guys, it's Darkside back for Vital MX. Today I've got Moto Concepts, Mitchell Oldenburg on the phone. What's up, Mitchell? Not much, man. Just hanging out. Uh, just, uh, yeah,
1: had a good day riding, so just kind of recovering now.
0: Yeah, you're training in Texas, right? Uh, I'm in California
1: this week. Oh, Yeah. I've been kind of doing a little bit of back and forth this year. Um, yeah, getting to spend a little time back home and, but yeah, out in California this week.
0: Okay. How do you like doing the back and forth? Is that kind of difficult for you or do you, have you adjusted? Um,
1: it's been, uh, it's been, yeah, it's been a little difficult to be honest. (laughs) Um, obviously having the family back home and being away from them is, has been a little tough on me and, and also my kids, but, uh, you know, it's uh, it's it's part of the job. Um, unfortunately, when when you're not doing uh, doing your job, I guess, and and getting the results that you should be getting, uh, the team team wants you closer to them, and and um, and yeah, I guess uh, have them having their uh, I guess, finger on the pulse a little bit more. So okay, um, yeah, middle of the season hasn't been the greatest, so we had to spend some time back in California and and get back to to work with them. So it's, it's been good. Um, obviously Denver went, went pretty well, so, um, it's working now. So just gotta yeah stick to the plan, I guess.
0: Well, let's, let's talk about 2023 as a whole. Uh, I believe you're six in the points, uh, three yeah. top fives. You've stayed healthy as far as I know. Um, how do you feel about your season? All what, what have been the struggles? I know you mentioned starts at one point, but what have you been struggling with? What have you improved on? Uh,
1: yeah, 23 has been, uh, it's been, It's been kind of crazy. It's kind of, honestly, it kind of sucks. Um, (laughs) Just the West Coast series has been, you know, race one week, take three weeks off, race one week, take two weeks off. It's kind of, haven't really been able to get into, get into the groove this year. So it's been uh, a bit challenging, I guess, Um, just staying in, in, I guess, in in that race mindset this year. Um, You know, we've only had uh, the most weekends we've had in a row has been two, so it's been kind of tough to to stay in and like I said in, in race mode. So I'm um, just battling that a little bit, and um, yeah, some positives, some minuses from this year. We had a couple good races, a couple not so good races, but uh, like you said, staying healthy and just uh, just trying to be better. Um, I guess uh, now it's finish out Salt Lake on a good note and, and get ready and come out swinging for world supercross. That's kind of been the, the main focus here as of lately, um, is getting ready for that and, uh, coming into that championship, uh, 100% ready to, to battle and, and win some races.
0: Okay. So as I mentioned, you mentioned a few weeks ago, when I talked to you that starts have been one of your biggest struggles, how do you work mm-hmm. on that during the week? Cause you can go and do starts at your local track or your practice track or in California, but it's very different environment than in the middle of a race with the best riders in the world on either side of you. So how do you mimic or even improve on starts other than just working on technique and hoping it translates to race night?
1: Um, yeah, it's kind of a hard thing to do, right? Um, I guess the, the main thing to that, that I, I think it's lost as, uh, you know, as, as racers is, um, is is just that mimicking as close as you can as race night, and that's um, you know I I think for the most part we all practice starts at the end of our at the end of our practice day uh, when the bikes kind of kind of a little bit smoked maybe the clutch is smoked and stuff so just trying to get back to the basics and and starting the day with starts you know because mm. when we go to the starting line in the night show it's you know whether it's new clutch new tire the bike's cold stuff like that it's it's trying to mimic those situations and and executing those when the bike is um how it's going to be going into the rate that race so um yeah just trying to do that and uh just kind of getting in that routine again um i think why uh, one of the reasons my starts have been struggling this year is just the consistency of the racing right we mm-hmm. just haven't had that consistency weekend and week out racing so um, trying to get some gate drops with that and, and just being ready to go and fired up has been, uh, a little difficult and challenging to, to figure out this year. But, um, yeah, it's, it's tough. Uh, I mean, starts are, starts are really one of the toughest things to get figured out because, I mean, you're racing the best guys in the world and, and we all know how to do starts. So it's not like you're starting against bad starters. So, um, we made some improvements. I think, uh, obviously, Denver was a step in the right direction. I pulled the whole shot in the heat race and then and a couple laps in that. So, um, yeah, just continuing to focus on those and, and perfecting those has been uh, been a huge uh, focus for me.
0: Okay. Uh, over the last couple of years, you've done a number of 450 races when you're when you're whatever coast you're on is not mm-hmm. racing this year was it a conscious decision not to because of maybe world supercross or why have you not have, why have we not seen you on a 450 this year
1: um yeah it basically uh the focus for the team is world supercross mm-hmm. so um Genova and tony kind of um thought it'd be a good idea for us to do the west coast series this year just to get some gate drops and and stay sharp for that and um yeah, that's basically the whole reason. Uh I tried to get in to do a couple 450 rounds especially Dallas being the home race, but uh we just decided it wasn't uh it wasn't smart. We weren't we weren't prepared for it. So it wasn't uh smart to go out there and and um like I said, risk not being prepared. So um yeah, just focusing on the West Coast this year and it's been a it's been an okay year. We've gotten yeah. some good results, so yeah, just building
0: off that. But and I think over your whole career, you're 28, right? Yep. Yeah, so you're 28 years old. Uh I believe 11 seasons as a pro. You've rode for some great teams, you've had some respectable season results. Um I think you were 4th in points in tw- last year in the East. Nothing wrong with that. Uh you've been on the podium. When you look at your career as a whole, how do you feel? What is your thoughts on your career?
1: Um yeah, it's kind of it's kind of cool to think about, right? Like, uh, I've, I feel like I've been in every position there is in this sport, you know, starting out as a privateer in the back of the van for a couple of years, mm-hmm. um, traveling to the races with my my brother and, and my now wife. And then, uh, you know, getting that factory fill in spot to becoming a factory rider and then losing the factory ride and kind of having to start back over and um, riding for some sat like some really good satellite teams it's just been kind of kind of cool to think about and, and look back on that you know i've kind of got to experience every every position possible as a racer and um i've i've gained a lot of knowledge from it and feel like i'm i've learned a lot in in a lot of different aspects especially just you know from working on my own dirt bikes to helping test uh, with factory teams and, and learning that side of it. It's, it's been pretty dang cool. And um, yeah, just looking to continue to grow with that. I, I I know I'm probably closer to the end than the beginning. So <laughs> just trying to, to soak in as much as I can and enjoy this time while I can. And um, yeah, just, just have fun with it. Um, I feel like I got a lot more to do still, but um, you know, However, that shakes out, that shakes out. I'm just trying to enjoy it.
0: Yeah. I remember reading an article that you, you said when you were an amateur, you were like a third or fourth place guy. I think your rookie uh, season, like the rookies were J Mart and Justin Hill, uh, maybe Zach Bell at the same time, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so coming in, and, you know, somebody's got to be a third or fourth place guy, right? There's always got to be those guys. Uh, what were your expectations as a rookie? Did you. Ex- so far, have you exceeded your expectations, or maybe fallen a little short? Um,
1: it's kind of tough to to say. I mean, mm-hmm. looking back as an amateur, I I, I mean, I really was just naive. I I thought I was better than I was. Um, and obviously racing Zach and Joey growing up and Jmart, like I was always kind of one step behind those guys. But in my head, I I could beat those guys and I could run with those guys. Um, so you know, I kind of expected to be right around them. And, um, you know, from, from day one, when I decided to turn pro, my dad made it clear that like, you know, making the main event, we always had, we always kind of joked around about it, but making the main event was showing up for work. Mm. So, you know, that was kind of the attitude and the mentality. When I turned pro was like, if if we're not making the main event, we're, we're not racing dirt bikes. Uh, it's just not going to happen. So, um, I guess I I kind of expected to be here. Um, You know, there was never a doubt in my mind growing up that I was going to race dirt bikes and and be a professional dirt bike racer. There was really no other option in my head. So um, to be doing it for as long as I have is pretty pretty crazy to think. Uh, It seems like, you know, not that long ago I was turning pro, and that was 11 years ago now. So. (laughs) Um yeah pretty crazy just to think that i'm I'm still around doing this competitively and and making a good living doing it is is pretty awesome and uh I'm just super grateful that that the my my people in my corner have supported me this long because there's been uh a lot of ups and downs with with any sport and with any anybody in the sport um and we just kind of stuck to it and yeah we're we're still we're still kicking ass at it. So uh just looking to yeah, keep keep doing it as long as I can for sure.
0: Awesome. Uh you mentioned earlier the the scope of your career being a privateer and some of the satellite teams. I think it was fourteen or fifteen. Uh Jimmy Albertson's uh Arma Energy drink team he picked you up on that. Was that sort of your first experience with a quote unquote team where you had some support?
1: Yep. 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 Twenty fifteen I did the supercross with yeah Jimmy Albertson's deal.
0: Yep. And what was that like? I mean, what, how helpful was that? How eye opening was that to have a little bit of help and maybe get some parts? I'm sure it was different than doing it out of the van with your brother.
1: Um, yeah, it was, I mean, it wasn't too much different, right? Okay. Cause we had, um, Jim Lewis with merge was doing our stuff then. And I had, he'd been doing my stuff, um, the year prior. So kind of been around Jim and Jimmy for, for a good bit there. And, um, obviously getting to fly to the races was a big deal for me. Um, you know my first two years in 13 and 14 we were driving in the van so um yeah flying to the races and and just kind of having stuff taken care of was was um was really was really nice obviously and then that summer I got the fill in deal with TLD in the the summer of 2015 and that honestly that was more of an eye opener to me than than anything just for the simple fact that uh um, I think there's this misconception that um, you know, you get that factory ride and and you've made it. And sure. in my head, right, I, I made it. I got on that factory team. Although it was a fill in deal for the time being, like I, I made it and um it's not all uh sunshines and rainbows as, as people think, right? Like it's like you get on that factory team and like it's all right, now this is your job and there's expectations and if you don't meet those expectations, you're gone, right? So that was more of an eye opener to me than anything because when I was doing it on my own, you know, a bad race, I'd be pretty bummed, but, um, I wasn't really like letting anyone down, I guess, you know, I didn't have people, um, kind of putting that pressure on me to, to perform. Right. Mm -hmm. So that was the biggest eye opener for me is when I got on TLD and the, the, the expectations that were there was like, I've never experienced that before, even with growing up. And my dad never had any expectations for us or anything. So it was, it was definitely, uh, yeah, definitely eye opener for sure.
0: Yeah, and you were with him, I think, through seventeen, if I'm not mistaken, and then at yep. eighteen, you got the star Yamaha ride. And how was that similar to TLD? Were there, would were I mean, Bobby Reagan could be pretty aggressive. He has a lot of expectations. Was that easier? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. What was different yeah, about
1: it? I mean. It was pretty much the same thing, mm. right? Like they they have expectations for you, and um, I I think I was I was more prepared for it going into Star just because I had been with TLD for a couple years and I had gotten to the point where I had a couple podiums and and uh, expected a lot of myself, and unfortunately just couldn't couldn't stay healthy at Star, and and that was kind of that, you know. I it's, it's hard to get better when you're sitting on the couch and and everyone else is racing, so. Um, yeah, just kind of one of those things where that's how it went down and if I could go back and, and change things, I'd obviously put a little more emphasis on, on staying healthy.
0: Okay. All right. Well, and then 2020, you end up at Penwright Honda where eventually you go race overseas in Australia and find some success. Uh, was that your first time overseas? How, how was that for a guy like yourself? You know, that, that's probably pretty exciting to, you know, get to travel the world yeah. and it just adds to your career.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. That was uh my first time overseas. Obviously, um that was with that in 2019. So, summer of 2019 kind of found out, you know, Star was going to go in a different direction and wasn't going to re-sign me for the following year. So, um my wife and I got on Instagram and we started um DMing some some uh, teams over in Australia to try and keep the keep the dream going and got in contact with Yariv, uh Konsky with then it was Penrite, I think mm-hmm. it's Firepower now, um, yep. Honda. And yeah, we went over there for a couple months, did the Australian series and kind of another, another eye opener. Um, Supercross over there isn't like Supercross here, you know? So it's more, um, I guess it's more, uh, more basic, I guess in the track layouts and stuff. So it's, it's really easy to go fast and there's short races and, and very, I mean, going to different countries is hard in itself, but racing, um, some really good guys at their home at their home is, is even harder. So, um, yeah, kind of another eye opener that, uh, really didn't, didn't really expect. So got my butt kicked over there a couple of times and, uh, and learned a lot with that. It was kind of nice because going into world supercross this last year, I kind of had an idea of of what I was getting myself into after racing the Australian series, so um, yeah, definitely learned a lot with that and, and had some fun. It was it was a blast, and I can't wait to go back to Australia. It's it's a really cool place to visit.
0: Yeah, I would bet when you first go into a series like that, the first time you're think there's a little bit of ego. It's like oh, I'm an American Supercross rider. I'm going to clean house, and then you say you get over there and it's not quite as difficult. And you know the local talent's pretty good, right? They're they're probably really good a riders or whatever but the tracks aren't like you said aren't as difficult so then they can put in some heaters it's just it's, like if those guys that came over to the u.s and rode u.s supercross it probably would have been a lot different but so it is a bit of a maybe a kick in the gut when you go over there with higher expectations than you know it just goes a little different than you yeah. expected yeah it's a, yeah i don't think it's a i mean it,
1: I, it's more of just like a culture shock right mm-hmm. and just getting getting used to the way they they do things over there okay. um like for for instance, the very first race I, I raced, it was two main events, but, um, you picked your gate for the first main event and that was your gate for the second main event as well.
0: Okay. And okay.
1: I didn't, I didn't know that. So I went to go switch my gate for the second main event and they're yelling at me like, no, no, you have to take the same one. Well, I found out from the first main that that gate was probably the worst gate out there. <laughs> so it's just kind of a, a mentality thing. Like, man, I kind of blew this one right, right from the, before the gate even dropped. So yeah just just learning how things things work over there and um just the different formats they do every weekend you know it's not every weekend is a 15 lap main event or a 15 minute main event you know some weekends they do three seven lap main events some weekends they do them back to back to back some weekends it's just a 15 lap main event so it was very um yeah just it didn't didn't know anything really going over there I just kind of expected it to be like super cross here and it wasn't so kind of got caught with my pants down and <laughs> and learned a lot from it but um yeah again nothing not taking anything away from the riders over there it's just like when they come over here it's kind of the same thing right just just culture shock it's not it's not as easy or, or what they expected it to be so um but regardless i had a ton of fun won a couple races and, and got to live in Australia for two months. So I can't really complain
0: about that. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, yeah. so currently obviously moto concepts, how has it been working with those guys preparing for, you know, doing world supercross last year, preparing for it this year? Uh, the bikes are, are, have always been pretty good. Are you happy with them? The resources the team has.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's been a, it's been a good, good couple of years with them. Obviously, um, we've had some, some good results and some not so good results. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think a lot of that comes the the not so good results comes back to me and just not performing the way I should. But uh, we've been working really hard lately on trying to to develop the bike and get it just a little bit better. Um, I've really uh, kind of got into Formula One quite a bit the last couple of years and and just the uh, just the way they go about things in that sport is is really interesting to me. Is is it seems like they're always trying to make the car better. They're not always pointing the finger at. Um, the driver necessarily. So I'm um, trying to just not, not saying I'm pointing the finger at the bike or anything, but I'm trying to get the best overall package, right. For, for me and for my riding style. So it's been, it's been uh, it's been challenging, but I feel like we've made some really good strides in the last couple weeks. weeks um, really since Phoenix. Um, and that's been awesome. Tony's been been going above and beyond for us trying to trying to make the 250 the best we can make it and and like I said I think I think we have it in a really good spot. I'm really happy with the progress we've made and and uh the plan to make it better uh in in the coming weeks leading into Worlds is going to be uh really exciting and I think uh I think coming come you know July 1 in England we'll be ready to 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 battle for wins and and hopefully hopefully in the be in the championship fight for that.
0: Yeah, that series, if it goes as planned, there's a lot of good rounds. Obviously, you, you talked about Birmingham, the U.K., and there's France. Yep. Uh, I don't know if the Southeast Asia round is going to happen. Germany. Uh, and then, of course, yeah, finishing up in Australia. So it's going to be a, a really cool series. I hope all those rounds actually happen this year. it um, so, Sounds like it. But, yeah, it seems like a really cool series. I think you're going to have a lot of fun. I'm sure your expectations are to go in. Your, your goals are to go in and win.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean – um. I mean, I'd be lying if I said uh, I, I I've given up on the outdoor dream for me. Okay. I think that's uh that's that's far gone for me and just not something that, that um the suffering that comes with outdoors is uh <laughs> is a little much for me nowadays. So yeah. um this new supercross series, you know, traveling the world and get to take my wife to a couple rounds and uh just, just see the world and, and race my dirt bike is something that I've always wanted to do. So excited, excited to see, uh, this kind of unfold and, and, uh, and see where it goes from there. You know, um, I think with anything, you know, I'm a, I'm a competitor and I'm going to go there and try to win. And that's kind of the goal. And, and to be honest, the expectations for me. So, um, yeah, we'll just see how it shakes out. Um, like I said, we've had, we've had a pretty good season. Uh, we're making a lot of progress and, I'm happy with where where we're we're at going into the, going into this this new series.
0: Good to hear. Yeah, you kind of touched on the World Supercross and, you know, traveling the world, taking your wife with you. And I really wonder if this World Supercross does is successful, if they are able to keep it going, what effect it ends up having on the outdoors. We've already seen Kenny announce that, you know, he's going World Supercross for the next three years, probably no outdoors. Uh, you know, and really for our outdoor series this year with Eli being hurt and uh, there's not that many elite guys in the 450 class and there's not a lot of money in the outdoors for privateers so i wonder i just wonder what you know if this world supercross is going to almost kill that the great outdoors at some point
1: i mean i i i don't know it's it's kind of a tough it's a tough um it's a tough tell right mm-hmm. like f- for me like i can only speak from from my experience right and for me there to be completely honest and brutally honest, there is nothing fun about racing two thirty-five minute motos in the middle of the summer. <laughs> so, I mean, the only thing fun about it is getting the results, right? And if you're not getting the results, it's, it's really miserable. And, and <laughs> yeah. it's just, uh, is it worth it? And for me at my age and, and where I'm at in my life with the family, it's, it's, it's just not there for me anymore. Um, so, I mean, I'm excited about the World Supercross just because I feel like I can maybe extend my career a little bit longer, right? Like, I, I, I'm I, not much of an outdoor guy. I don't, Like I said, I don't really enjoy it. Um, Supercross is fun to me, but, you know, racing the 250, nine races a year, it's kind of hard to, to pay the bills the rest of the year, right? Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it, it makes the most sense for me. I hope it doesn't cause any conflicts because I'm a true fan of, of outdoors and I love watching it and I love, um, you know, being a fan for it. But as a racer, um, yeah, I mean, world supercross is kind of just a, a no brainer for me and, in where I'm at in my life. So yeah, I guess we'll see what happens, but I'm, I'm excited for to travel the world and, and get to race my dirt bike for a little bit longer and, yeah, see where it takes us
0: it all makes sense man Mitchell that's that's yeah. it man I appreciate you having some time for us tonight uh I'll I'll be watching from the couch this weekend as you go battle in the showdown and yeah good luck and hope to awesome. see you up there man yeah finish with a successful season
1: yep awesome I appreciate it
0: anytime Mitchell thanks buddy yep thanks. all right see ya